Hey, today's podcast is brought to you by Myers Printing, which happens to be where I work as a senior vice president and coincidentally is the best sustainable printing company in the entire United States. Myers is a third generation family business on a mission to create a sustainable future for people, products, and our planet. We're proud to help the important work of the United Nations at COP28. For more information about Myers, the awesome products we manufacture, and our commitment to sustainability, click the link below in the show notes or reach out to me on LinkedIn or just through the Substack app. Join Myers in building a greener future, one package at a time. Have you registered for SpecRite's annual Spec Summit yet? This event is a great one for learning the value of digitizing and standardizing your specification data to drive cost savings, achieve sustainability goals, source better supply chain partners, and more. Space is limited. Grab your spot today. You can check the full agenda and register at the link down in the show notes that says SpecRite Summit. Okay, those were the sponsors. They're great. I love them. They help me pay the bills. Let's get to this next episode on the People of Packaging podcast. Hey, good morning or good afternoon or good evening or wherever it is, whatever time it is where you are listening. We, uh, myself and my guest here, Akash, we are recording this in different time zones from virtually, uh, you know, both sides of the planet. And thanks to the wonderful nature of the internet and StreamYard, which is how I record all of these, we've been able to connect up and have a lovely conversation already we didn't record about um, about India and about all the cool things that are going on in Akash's neck of the woods. And so I'm excited to be joined here on the podcast by Akash Yole. Uh, he is recently, how, how old is your company now that you started? I recently started my company about, it's, I started it this year. It's about three, I think it's about the four months old. Four months old. Four months ago, he decided to launch um, Akio Packaging in uh, what sounds like a beautiful part of India uh, that I had never, I, I hadn't been to, I hadn't heard of, um, which is not surprising. India is obviously a vast and expansive country with lots of uh, beautiful and, and incredible places to go. So um, I got the invite. I would love to uh, come out and, and try some, uh, some Indian wine uh, there with you, but uh, I'm, I'm joined by Akash Yole. Akash, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Adam. I'm happy yeah. to be here. Awesome. So I want to hear a little bit about your background. I mean, I know um, you, you grew up in India. You spent some time in the U.S. You've worked for a couple of large companies here. And now you're back. You're back uh, in India. Uh, is this the town that you grew up in? Um, is, is that true? Did you grow up where you're living now? Yes, yes. Okay. I, I, I am from a city called Nashik in uh, Maharashtra state of India. This is where I was born and brought up. And uh, I spent about 22 years of my life here before moving to the U.S. for my master's degree. Uh, and I spent a good seven years in the U.S., worked in the field of packaging. And uh, after seven years of spending time in the U.S., I decided to come back to India and start my own business. I love it. Um, so what got you, did you come to the U.S. to pursue packaging or did you get into packaging when you came to the U.S.? Obviously, India has a deep history in packaging, lots of innovation. Uh, there, there's lots of education around packaging there. So is it something that you were brought up in or did you really find it when you came over here? 
I actually found it when I came over to the U.S. I went to the U.S. as a master's student. I uh, did my master's in industrial engineering, and I got my first job as a packaging engineer in uh, Louisville, Texas. Uh, I worked with Unilever's TG Haircare as a packaging engineer, uh, and it was my first job out of my grad school and I really enjoyed I, I started liking packaging so much I started exploring you know uh, a lot of I started reading up on information about packaging and everything and how big uh, the industry is in the U.S. but not only in the U.S. but all over the world I mean we, we live in the 21st century and everything is you know it's it's all uh it's all show and tell, right? So there's a lot of packaging involved in any kind of product that you are buying or selling or anything. Just packaging plays a major role in marketing and uh, promoting any product. So that really spiked my interest. And I decided that I want to be pursuing my career and spending a good, good amount of my uh, career age, you know, like this, this age in packaging industry. So this, uh, I'm, I'm so happy I got a chance to work for two of the uh, biggest companies in the U.S. And I, I gained a lot of experience in the field. And I was happy that I could apply my knowledge and my skills to uh, develop the packaging for these companies. I love it. That's great. And, you know, it's it's so true. I mean, I, I didn't get into packaging because I wanted to. I sort of fell into it a little bit. And. And then discovered my passion for it. Um, and, you know, similarly, right, I just I started to realize how it's 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 everywhere. I mean, packaging is ubiquitous. It doesn't doesn't matter where in the world. Um, sometimes, you know, fortunately, where in the world you're going to find packaging. Sometimes, unfortunately, we find packaging in spaces it's not supposed to be. And, you know, we have contamination and things like that. But it is it is literally everywhere and literally is litter some places and we don't want that to happen but um you know it's, it's all over the place so when you came over here did you grow up uh you know wanting to do something like what did you dream about doing as you grew up well i was always uh i always liked working for an automobile industry that is where i i like fast cars uh i thought that i would as an engineer, I would get a chance to work in the automobile industry. But I got my first job after my school as a packaging engineer. And I decided, no, this is way better. This is way cooler than working in an automobile it. industry. So I decided to stick with this uh, role and uh, pursue my career in it. By the way, you're, uh, I, I actually really love the ambient noise from the background because it does make me miss my time in India where you hear the you know, it's uh, you get to hear the 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 traffic and the noise, you know, the, the people on the streets. And it's there's always so much happening at all hours of the day, you know, especially in, in the city center. So um, I, I've really it's like creating this whole like nostalgic thing of sitting in my hotel room in Andhra Pradesh and, and just hearing the it's not even annoying. It's just this like ambient beautiful noise of just like people and life and culture happening all around you. So I've, I'm enjoying it. Right. After a while, you get used to it. I'm actually sitting very close to a window here. And uh, uh, so there's a lot of traffic noise and a lot of uh, commotion outside. So 
Well, I want to get to what it is that you're doing now. Um, but I just have a few other questions about uh, just about you as a person, because this is the people of packaging and we we put people first. Um, so I noticed in your LinkedIn profile, you had some you had some certification around being a guitar player. Oh, is yes. I, yeah. Uh, when what, I was what, at my, what do you do? Uh, yeah. Are you like a you like this insane, like classical guitar player, electric guitar player? No, I, I used to play acoustic guitar. I was a member of a band. Uh, we used to play some gigs locally and we performed in a lot of events and uh, we had uh, performed in a couple of uh, local music festivals around. Uh, I started learning guitar when I was in ninth grade. Uh, I was really fond of music and I picked up that hobby as an hobby. And later on, I met a group of very enthusiastic musicians and I, um, they gave me an opportunity to join their band. And I was uh, there. Uh, I used to sing and I used to play acoustic guitar. I learned guitar for about six years. Uh, uh, and it was a fun time. I love it. it do you, uh, so one of the best guitar players that I've ever seen in my entire life uh, was also an engineer. And I remember talking with him. He was in Colorado. His name's Trace Bundy. If anyone's listening, if you haven't seen him, go, you know, search him on YouTube. He's incredible. Um, and I mean, millions and millions and maybe even billions of views on his on his YouTube. He has like he has a song where he like shaved off and like created five different capos on the neck of the guitar. And he just plays wow. in between the it's 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 nuts. And I remember asking him because he he did a show in Fort Collins at this coffee shop. This was oh, my gosh. 20 years ago, maybe longer when I first saw him play and there wasn't a ton of people there. He's since gotten a lot, a lot bigger, but, and I, so I got to just talk with him and he was like, well, I'm an engineer. He was an engineering student. And to him, it was just math. Like he looked at the guitar and it was, it was very mathematical. Did you have a similar experience? The, the crossover between guitar, acoustic guitar and engineering? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely it involves a lot of math because music is, uh, it's based on timing and timing is very mathematical. The, all the theory uh, and the practicality of playing any instrument is very mathematical. Mm. Uh, I, when I started learning, I, because of my engineering background, I got a good sense of the timing and tempo and that really helped my, uh, me develop my skills. And I would imagine that that also crosses over into packaging, right? Where you yes. have to, when if you're playing the guitar or if you're being, if you're an engineer, there is a level of rigidity to that. There's there's guardrails to what you can accomplish, right? You have uh-huh. to do a certain thing; it has to fit within a certain parameter. But there's also freedom and creativity within those parameters, and I feel like music has a little bit of that same thing, right? So, yeah, you know, kind of pulling it all the way through and, and weaving this thread through of like, you're an engineer who, who, you know, plays the acoustic guitar, you come to the U S you get a job in packaging. And I would imagine there was a bit of like an aha moment of, Oh, I can do right brain and left brain exercises here. I get to be creative and I get to be structured. Um, it, did you find, cause you were, you mentioned uh, Unilever and a, a couple other companies. Did you find that within those, there was there was both the freedom and the and the structure to 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 be successful in packaging. 
when I worked with Unilever, it was a very structured job. So you had your specific tasks that you had to focus on and uh, work on. But when I worked with, uh, when I moved to Miami, I started working for uh, Alcora Corporation. And uh, I was a one-man team. And it really gave me a lot of freedom to explore and, uh, you know, bring in new concepts uh, to the department and uh, uh, work on a lot of projects. So that really, uh, you know, built a creative, uh, what do you say, creative bone inside me. And it really gave me the push to become more creative in terms of packaging, designing and testing. And uh, even in terms of I got a, I, I, uh, I'm so grateful that I got an opportunity to learn a lot of things about marketing as well, because mm. that's really a part of packaging, but it's more creative in terms of uh, how you want to showcase your product. So that involves a lot of creative side to it. Yeah, for sure. So in uh, we have about 75% of our audience is here in the U.S. And so we have to know you are, you're, you're not from the U.S., but you've lived, it sounds like in, um, I think I saw on LinkedIn, you went to school in Michigan, right? Yes. Um, then you lived in Louisville, Texas, which is, uh, it's a suburb of Dallas, if I recall. Yes. And then you moved right. to Miami, Florida. Yep. So which of, which of these cities was your favorite? Where's your favorite place to live in the U.S.? Uh, Miami has always been my dream city to live in. I really enjoyed the weather over there. And uh, I really like living close to the beach. Uh, when I was working in Texas, I got a chance to uh, uh, visit Miami, uh, visit a couple of my friends there. And I just I really fell in love with the city. And I decided to get a job down there and move. Got and it. Luckily, I got one. And uh, I was very fortunate enough to live in the best areas of the city. Uh, everything was accessible. I was closer to the beach. And I really enjoyed it. That's, that's awesome. Um, and so you like people ask me and it's kind of a similar journey in a, in a weird way. Um, my wife and I lived in North County, San Diego for about three years, which is beautiful weather, you know, tons of awesome things to do. But we moved back to our hometown of Colorado Springs. Now, moving from San Diego to Colorado Springs is not nearly as long and as far as from Miami to it, oh shoot what's the name of is it nakesh what was the name of your texas no no the name of your city you're in now i'm sorry nashik nashik there it is nashik yeah. uh to move from miami back to nashik but the same principle of it, it you know it, you can you can live in a place that is most people's you know dream place to live and it's really nice but there is something really appealing about home so did you go did you move from miami back home to india yes i did uh okay. I moved to India last year. Uh, I, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a good feeling to be back home. You know, I get to be around my family, around my friends, and uh, it. When I moved here, it kind of felt really nostalgic. You know, uh, a lot of things really changed in terms of, you know, the development of the city, uh, but there are some things which were, you know. Uh, which were exactly the same as they were like seven, eight years ago. And I really enjoy, uh, you know, visiting the same places with my old friends 
and doing the same things over there. So that that feeling is really, uh, I, I mean, even though Miami was a great place to live, I couldn't get um, these kind of feelings over there. Like this is really uh, unmatched for yep. right. So this is, uh, I am enjoying being back I love home. It. I love it so much. And so, so, so now you're back home. Uh, you're you're back with your friends. I'm sure you missed the, the the food. We have lots of Indian food here, but it's just not yep. the same. We can't get the same, you know, spices and, you know, different exported over here to the U.S. I'm sure that there's ways of getting something close, but I, I'll just right. say I, it's my favorite part about traveling to India. I can eat. I could eat there all of the time. <laughs> it's great. Um, so so you're there. Let's talk about now this company that you started. Um, Akio Packaging, uh, which is which is your the combination of your first name and your last name. So you moved yeah, there. Did and did you think I'm going to start my own company when I move there and I've got an idea of what I want to do, or did you move there and go? I got to figure this out. No, I my family like most of my family. I, I come from a business background. Like all my family members are into business. Uh, all of my cousins, my uncles, my dad. Uh, everyone has their own business. So uh, I always had this in me that one day I'll have my own business and uh, I'll start a company, but I was not sure back then what I really need to pursue, right? What I want to pursue. Uh, and after, after getting experience in working in the packaging industry, uh, and there is this industry is so big that there's a, this is like a never ending, there's a never ending scope for this industry. Right. So I decided, hey, this is a great uh, opportunity for me to start a business in the field of packaging. And uh, we are a really new business. We started like four months ago. Uh, I run most of the part of the business, but I have a couple of people who help me uh, with the designing and a lot of, you know, manufacturing of the stuff. So... Uh, yeah, so this is uh, this has been a dream, uh, which is you know, which is becoming reality now. That's great. It, so what what is the um, maybe just kind of high level as we as we kind of get here a little bit towards the end, but we can we can land land the ship here um, from a high level. What what did you see as a as a potential problem or or you know, what 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 do what do you do within the packaging industry? That you would say, this is how I help somebody succeed in packaging. Do you work with brands? Are you doing design? Um, what is it? What is it that you're doing right now? And um, I'd be I'd love to hear that. Right now, uh, I am providing custom-made packaging uh, solutions. I'm providing custom packaging solutions to the clients, to the brands, uh, in terms of like plastics and injection molding, as well as blow molding. Okay. And so, it, are those brands uh, in, in India or are they brands so across the, the world? They are the, uh, these are the brands across the world. I'm currently working with a couple of brands from US. Um, so we focus on smaller quantities for custom packaging and we give them the flexibility of choosing the designs, the materials, uh, but the only advantage that we provide them is we work with smaller quantities. 
And are, are you manufacturing in India then and then exporting? Yes, we're manufacturing in India. We have partner companies who, uh, who help us with uh, building molds and uh, manufacturing of the components. So we, we partner with them and get our products manufactured with them. Got it. And so if there's a company here who is, uh, you know, who's, who's looking to, uh, you know, acquire and buy some, uh, some injected molded plastic, what, what would be an advantage? I'm, I, I legitimately don't, I don't know this world very much at all. I come from kind of the secondary printed packaging world, which is why uh-huh. I love this podcast so much because I just get to meet and learn stuff. So, uh, you know, you've got ABC widget company here in the U.S. And they're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't stand our ABC injection molding company that's located in Chicago, Illinois or whatever it might be. Um, and then they contact you and they're like, can you help me? What what would be an advantage to them for working with you over, say, a U.S. injection molding company? So we can do custom molds for them uh, and they would entirely own the molds if they want and we could produce smaller quantities for them if it is a startup or a new company or a new brand uh, as opposed to in packaging where a lot of companies who are into injection molding and blow molding they have a certain MOQ right they, they start from like 30,000 units or 50,000 units or more but we uh, we have we provide them the advantage if they can produce ten thousand units with us, uh, as long as uh, you know they reorder with us. Sure. So yeah, so we, we provide them the advantage. Okay. So packaging. So if I wanted to shameless plug, if I wanted to uh, get a injection molded piece for our kids book for for whatever reason, right? Um, I don't really know why I would, but we'll just say because it's sitting right here. And I wanted to talk about how awesome my kid's book is because my wife is amazing. Um, <laughs> but let's just say I needed that. Um, so I buy the mold. Is it is it is there an ex- is it less expensive to buy the mold from you than it might be to buy a custom mold from another supplier? Is there is there a financial reason to do that or is primary? You're like, they're kind of the same, but we just can do shorter runs. We can do shorter runs. The reason is because we uh, develop molds in different materials. Like we, we develop molds in aluminum, we develop in R2, uh, in steel. Uh, so I, I usually partner with smaller companies. Okay. Smaller companies, they're, uh, where their MOQs are really small. They don't have a larger capacity of production, but it is used as an advantage to the brands in the US or around the world. Uh, Once the client's requirement goes up, then we have tier two stage of companies where the capacity or the minimum order quantity is uh, at a certain level. Uh, Then we move the mold or uh, redevelop the mold with them and then work with higher quantities with those companies. Got it. So you design, you help design the mold, you help get the mold made in a way that's going to make financial sense. And then you go, yes. you have, you have companies who are willing to run this still in a cost effective manner. I don't, I don't have any idea what, you know, any sort of like 
trade, if there's like tariffs between India and the U.S., I would imagine there's not many, not like it has been in China over the past years. Currently, there are no tariffs between India and the U.S. for packaging, okay. uh, as far as I believe. That's uh, great. But yeah, so it gives an added benefit to the trade uh, between the two countries. So yeah. uh, a lot of historically, a lot of packaging in the U.S. came from Asia, mostly China. And because of the new government rules, there are a lot of tariffs on imports from China. So that is another major advantage that we have in India, that we can supply packaging without the customer having to bear any kind of tariffs. Got it. Well, how, so someone's listening to this and they're like, this is the exact problem that I'm having. And, you know, that doesn't happen all the time, but let's just say it does. How does somebody reach out and connect with you, get more information? Uh, what's the best way for folks to contact you? Uh, the best way for folks to contact me is currently on my LinkedIn. I'm trying to build a website. It's under uh, production. I am also registering a company uh, in the U.S. And I'm uh, hopefully in the f near future, I would have an office in the U.S. Um, cool. And I would be visiting. And that would be uh, so currently my phone number and LinkedIn page is the best way to reach me. Uh, but soon I'll have a website for my company. Okay, great. Well, I'll make sure to put your LinkedIn, um, your website link here in the show notes. People can just, they don't have to think, they can just click it and then it'll pull them right over to your LinkedIn. They can reach out uh, to you. Akash, this has been uh, awesome. I've learned so much. I uh, We didn't even talk about the uh, the the wineries in in your hometown, um, but I'm I'm that was a new that was news to me. I I've had uh, is it Kingfisher? Is that the beer? There's like a big beer company there. Yeah, um, they're, they're, it's one of the biggest beer companies. Yeah, I've had I've had a Kingfisher beer before, but I don't know that I've had Indian wine, and so I guess I'll have to come uh, I'll have to come make make a trip over there. It would be it would be awesome. I'd be happy to show you around. I'm sure. I'm sure you would be. And anytime you come to the U.S., if you come to Salt Lake City, um, I will. Uh, I'll show you around here. There's a lot of there's a lot of medical device companies here um, who I'm sure can can utilize your your products along with other, you know, other really. There's a lot of really cool companies here in Utah. I'll just shameless plug for Utah. But um, Akash, thank you so much for coming on the show. Like I said, if you want to reach out to him, uh, please go ahead and click the show notes. Uh, as always, it means a ton if you can like and subscribe and rate this podcast on on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to it. So uh, if you've made it to this part of the interview, that's awesome. Uh, please remember to, uh, to help me out. Uh, we'll keep making packaging awesome. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to have a new a new person of packaging to know and, and to support and to cheer on. And Akash... Um, Yole, Akash Yole. Ah, I nailed it, I think. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Akash, for coming on. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much, Adam, for having me. It was a pleasure. Hey, congrats. You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.